Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Uh, glad to be back. Uh, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you watch, I appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, that's what's up. Um, man, oh, man. You know what? I think I'm going to be nice today. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna try to be way more positive today. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try not to shit on anybody. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I've already said it. I'm Chris Salen, and uh, tell somebody about my podcast. Tell a friend, enemy, coworker. Tell somebody about this podcast. Go, hey man, I think you'll like this dude. It's only twenty minutes. Uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes he's pissed off, but he makes some good points. Um, yeah. So this is a weird day for me. Uh, if you're watching, see this right here, man. I'm trying to get these uh, these Travis Scott uh, Air Jordan sixes. Uh, I want to resell them. They're two fifty, and I can sell them for over a thousand bucks. I highly doubt I will get them because you have people who have fifteen cell phones doing all this weird shit to uh, get them all, and then they make all this fucking money. But I'm trying. So if I uh, if I lose my shit throughout this show. Uh, you know why? I either got them or I didn't. I've never gotten any exclusives on, on the sneakers app, so I'm not expecting much of anything. Um, so we'll see. I'll keep checking throughout the show, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I guess we could just move on. Uh, so I'll start with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have an eight-year-old son whose name was Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, he had a big moment yesterday. We went to the dentist. He had a tooth extracted. Uh, yeah, I feel like a terrible parent. My son had a cavity. Uh, you know, we kind of went hard on the candy the last year, man. Everybody be at home on lockdown. You know, we're like, ah, fuck it, man. Go ahead. Enjoy. Enjoy the candy. But I had to tell myself, getting the cavity is part of being a kid, man. I, I'm, I'm too hard on myself about silly, about shit like that. It's, it's not like uh, it's saying that I'm an awful parent, you know. Um, but, uh, he did pretty well. He had the laughing gas and, uh, he was <laughs> pretty, he's pretty funny. He's pretty groggy saying that he felt woozy and everything, but I was, I was very proud of him. He did, he did very well. Um, I was worried that, uh, you know, it would be a big deal because I know a lot of people fucking hate the dentist, man, but he, he did a really good job. Um, and, uh, I gotta, I gotta give it to the kid. He, he did, he did a lot better than I, th I thought he would. I, I gotta be honest. <laughs> We got to give our kids more credit, man. We're they're a little bit more resilient than we think. Uh, I think it's us a lot of times that we're we're a little bit more fragile because we're we're used to certain things, you know. We go, ah, oh, he's not gonna like that because X, Y, and Z. He go, hey, man, they don't even know X, Y, and Z existed. This is this is just what it is for them. They'll, he'll be okay. He'll be fine. If anything, shit, the dentist is way better now. Uh, than it was when I was a kid because you just had a motherfucking regular dentist. I mean, your dentist back in the day, right before you, he was pulling some union guy's tooth out, you know, talking about taxes and all this type of crazy shit. And then 10 minutes later, he's got to be like, hey, buddy, how's it going? You're watching Ninja Turtles? That didn't give a shit. I mean, now they have these pediatric dent dentists where they got I mean, like uh, they had a TV screen he could watch while they were doing uh, doing working on his teeth. He had headphones, and not uh, not not my dentist. You know, he's just playing. He's playing Rush Limbaugh on the back. Uh, 
you know, I can hear the drill and I can hear Rush Limbaugh popping that newspaper. It's like that's exactly what I want to hear when I'm when I'm eight is Rush Limbaugh complaining that he's that, you know, his life sucks as he's making, what, 20 million dollars a year. Can we can we do that? I don't think I did. I mention that on this podcast before. I, th- I might have, but if I if I did, I'm I'm not sorry. I think it should be talked about more. I think we should start publishing news anchors' uh, salaries. It should be public information. I, I would say, as far as like, uh, whenever they're talking shit about like other rich people or who or some athletes' contract, I think what should happen is a graphic of how much they make a year should pop up. So when you hear like, oh, LeBron, he's making $40 million a year. What is he talking about? How? Why is he complaining? What? Is, he's rich. It should just a little icon should pop up and go, hey, this guy made $17 million last year. He made $10 million last year. What is he talking about, these elites? Hannity made, what, was it $40 million last year? And, and he gets on TV and acts like he's just the, the poor everyday man. Like he works for the Department of Transportation. He's fucking rich, man. He's worth almost a quarter billion bucks. But he gets on your TV every night and complains about shit being taken away from him, about how unfair it is, how how he can't he can't buy a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. They're all rich people. They're all fucking rich. They're all celebrities. And they're all telling us the news. It should be public information, man. That's that's how I feel. They should it should be brought up all the time. Whenever they want to talk about these elites, they should post their salary on the screen. It should be it should be a graphic. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. I just I feel that I just I, I can't sit here and listen to rich people lie about other people being rich as if they're not also rich themselves. That's all they do. They they talk about. The media as if they aren't the media. The media is just, they're just saying this. It's just like you just said that. you And you said the media to let yourself off the hook for just blatantly lying on television. Um, I got into a discussion with some comics on uh, on Twitter. This dude, Giannis Papas, a great uh, New York comic and stuff. You know, he got a lot of questions about police brutality and stuff. We went back and forth. We had a pretty good exchange. But I, I really feel like sometimes some of these questions that people ask are very uh, disingenuous or just, you know, I'll say this too. You'll see like a lot of super woke people suggest, I mean, they they, they, they try to be so fucking woke that they end up, um, they end up like almost suggesting even more racist legislation or ideas because they think it sounds progressive. They'll go, you know what? Maybe black people should just have their own dorms so they can feel safe. And it's just like, people go, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Bitch, that's just segregation. You're just changing the reason as to why black people should be in their own dorm or why, you know, this group of people should get their own space. It sounds progressive, but it's actually regressive. Now, I'm all for people having, uh, you know, like groups and, and, and spaces where they could go to be like-minded people. I'm completely fine with people having like the Young Conservatives Clubs, the Black Student Union, the uh, the Pacific Islander group. I'm, I'm fine with that kind of shit, man. You learn more about yourself, more about your culture when you hang around people like you. But you also learn a lot more when you hang around people who aren't like you. But I'm I'm completely fine with that. 
people having their little, the little, you know, like uh, side groups and shit at their schools or or whatever it is. You got the, you know, the uh, Greek club down the road. You got the Ukrainian community center. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that kind of stuff, man. But when you start suggesting like, oh, black people should have their own dorms, it's a safe space. It's just like that's segregation. Segregation, man. That's that's not that's not smart. So Giannis tweeted something about he was like, hey man, maybe they should have another governing body that that verifies the veracity of um what's said on the news. And I'm like, that's basically he goes, because they rate referees. Why can't we rate the, the news based on accuracy? And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, you know what? That sounds cool, but that's really just censorship. To me, that's the same thing as suggesting a, a separate dorm for black students because it's a safe space for them and they can be around their own people. This is this is to me, this is just as silly. Where it's like, because you know what audience you're talking to. You you, you think this is just for the liberal media. The, the moment the moment they start fact checking people on the right, all of a sudden it's going to be a fucking problem. So you're suggesting censorship and you hate censorship, but you're trying to do it in a way where it sounds all cool and like uh, just like, hey, I, I don't know. Maybe we should just do this. You ever thought about this? It's like I, I thought you guys liked uh, smaller governments. You want less interference. But now you want to have a governing body. That is checking the veracity. Were you checking the veracity of the, the frontline doctor's video? No, 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 you weren't. It's just, it's just weird for like one side. It's like, hey, we should be able to do whatever we want to. But these other people, we should probably fact check them. I mean, fact check them, right? That that makes sense. We just can't have people saying whatever. You can have people on your side saying whatever, just like this whole thing with Joe Biden and and, and um, so people were saying that he was going to ban red meat and limit everybody to like what two pounds a month or some shit like that never said that somebody on in the gop made that literally made the shit up ran with it and it became a big story are you fact checking that are we fact checking both sides or or, or what we, we we all know what this is we know what you're trying to do here and it's just, it's just funny to suggest censorship <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's, it's hilarious, man. It's the, the shit that people will say and do just to to spite the other side, and that and that's the problem, people. That is the problem. Like all these all these laws and bills and shit they want to pass now. When it comes to people um, either picketing or uh, 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 protesting, all this stuff about like uh, um, they want to. I want to say it was either Iowa or another Midwestern state where they want they want to have a bill. Where if you hit somebody for protesting in the street, then like you basically absolve of any issue. We know what this is about. You want to pass a law to be able to hit black people in the street. That's basically what you want to do. But as soon as some fucking white um, conservative woman get her fucking head knocked off by a goddamn side mirror on a Dodge, Dodge Ram, it's going to be a fucking problem. It's going to be a problem. All these little fucking spiteful uh like laws and bills you want to pass, the moment it come back comes back to affect you, you're going to start crying about it, talking about how it ain't fair. And it's like, guess what? It was your guys that came up with this shit. Yep, your submission was not selected. As, as usual, you can't see it. You can't see it. 
I never get these shoes. You can't see it, but yep, your submission was not was not selected, unfortunately. Never happens. But anyway, yeah, man, all these all these voter laws and shit, man. You know, no mail-ins. You got you can't drop by no more drop boxes and all this type of shit. It's going to come back and bite all these Republicans in the ass because right now they see it as a threat from the left, and it's going to come back and bite them in the ass, man. All these, all these. It's just it's just so funny to me. You love these freedoms, you love freedom so much, but you will pass any and every bill, law you can to make sure it is really restricting black people. And then in Ohio, what they want to do, they want to basically make it illegal to uh, a felony to mentally interfere with the police officer while he's doing his investigation. All this happened right after the George Floyd case. They saw that that video basically got him convicted. Because if, if there was no video, that guy would be walking the streets right now, whistling and just living his regular life. So basically, it sounds like you can record, but the moment you speak or say anything to an officer, it's, an, it's a felony. They want to be able to put people in jail, a felony for recording police while they're working and you can say whatever you you can say whatever you want we know exactly what this is what this is because in the moment police officers can they can interpret the law any way they want to and you basically almost have to comply in the moment you don't then all these blue lives matter people go hey well you didn't you didn't comply mr and mrs i love fucking freedom is all about they will actually wear i will not comply masks hats and shirts but didn't want other people to comply with bullshit. I, you you got to fucking love it, people. You got to fucking love it. Um, got to. It, it's 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 at this point. It's just fucking laughable. This shit. It's just it's just watching an archaic way of thinking in its last uh, bit of life in its death throes. That's what this shit is, man. It's just a, it's it's fucking insane. And I've been listening to Sapiens, man, which is a it was which is a great book, man. And they talk about how like these large societies, how we basically have to have like a because human beings living in in such large uh, numbers like we do, it's really not a natural thing. And we have to basically have like these weird myths to keep us all together, because I mean, look at us, man. There has to be some common myth that we all believe in order for this shit to work. And I think what's happening now is like people are sick of this myth of um, that America is this great country for everybody, that um, everything we've done is just absolutely perfect. Our forefathers were these great people and uh, everybody has always been happy. That's how we've been able to operate by not really dealing with our past. And there are people like, you know what? I'm sick of this fucking myth. We need to root ourselves in reality. Uh, most societies in the, based on this book aren't based in reality. They're based on some weird myth. A lot of it's religion or some type of a uh, spiritual myth that th this common thing that people can bond and uh, have this commonality and work towards goals because they have these tenets that they all believe. And guess what? That shit's falling apart. People are sick of like trying to lift up these forefathers that fucking did not like black people that did not want us here. All the fucking weird racist ass laws and all these um, 
just hoops they make us jump through, all these obstacles that they create. People are sick of it, man. People are fucking sick of it. We're pulling the curtain back, and guess what? It fucking sucks, man. It it it's it sucks to hear that uh, that your granddad and your grandparents really weren't that fucking great. I get it; it's hurtful. You thought Nana and Pop Up were great people. Guess what? They weren't perfect, man, and it and it's really hurting people's feelings. It really is. I try to stay away from this shit, man, but I can't. I get in front of a microphone and I just I have to say how I feel. I I really do. Um, I typically during this time of year, the NFL draft was yesterday, and I know this is a very very hard turn that that it, and it it has no bearing on what I was just talking about. It's not related in any way, but uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, the NFL draft and the NBA draft. I didn't get to watch it, but uh, it's just man, as a kid who was obsessed with sports, and my dream was to be in the NBA, man. Just seeing those guys and the ladies who were drafted in the WNBA last week, man, just seeing, just watching that is such a big moment, man. I, I, I love watching people's dreams come true, man. I really do. Because I remember as a kid just putting in all those hours, all those games and just playing so much and being obsessed with it and, and watching the pros and just, and just, just being so caught up in sports and just wanting to be one of those guys so bad, man. And just to to watch guys play in college for a few years and then to see their names called uh, and they put that hat on of the Knicks or the Spurs. It's just like it was the biggest dream that I, I in my life was to get drafted. You know, just to, it's just at, at that moment. I think that's what it is. I, I don't think there's very m- many moments in your life where like you put in all this hard work and there's this singular moment where it all pays off that is very recognizable because there are guys like um this, this we can stay in the sports vein like you say you're practicing certain moves all the time you're practicing you know all summer long you're working on these moves and you know it works for you throughout the season but you don't really like uh in the long run like people can say like oh this guy's gotten better oh, this person's gotten better they worked on this you know but it's, there's no singular moment where like it all just pays off unless you're hitting a a game-winning shot or something like that, you know? But with with the draft, it's just that moment, man, where they just like, and with the fourth pick, so-and-so selects, and you hear your name. And I'm pretty sure when they hear their name, all the games that they ever played as a child, it all just comes back. Like, man, I remember my first you know, uh, Little League game, my first Pop Warner game, my first AAU game. And it's just like it all just comes together at that moment. Like now you're a professional basketball player. You made it. This was the goal. And I and I understand like that's just a very singular moment that you can enjoy. But at that moment, this is also when all the really, really, really hard work begins. And I, 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 there's something about that moment where you can just, you can just sit in that moment and at least enjoy all the hard work that you put in uh, for the first, you know, 19, 20 years of your, of your, of your life. Just that singular moment of everybody being so happy. This is a new chapter. Even when you hit a game-winning shot, it's just like, okay, you won the game, but there's still another one. And I understand life goes on with any other moment, but there, it's just something about 
I th- that's so special about that draft where you go from just being a college athlete to an elite professional athlete that I just find fascinating. Uh, I love watching these people's lives change. Uh, it's just, it's awesome, man. Just that moment, like from here on out, man, like this is your professional, man. Like you did it, buddy. <laughs> it's so cool, man. It's, it's so cool. Uh, I can't even imagine being a parent at that moment. All the, all the driving, all the hours, you know, for a lot of these families, man, just to, trying to scrape up the money to, to go on these, these, uh, you know, uh, uh, to go into these tournaments or get on these teams or to buy equipment. It's just like at that moment, it's like it all paid off right then and there. As soon as you heard your kid's name called, boom. It's just, uh, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, I, I get, I get emotional when I watch the draft, man. I get emotional, man. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful fucking thing, man, to see these young people, see their lives change. And uh, to be able to look at their parents and go, you can retire. Like, it's over. All that hard work you did, it's my turn now. Sit back, relax. Here's a Louis Vuitton purse. Here's a nice, uh, you know, exotic vehicle. Here's a nice house, mom and dad. You did it. Thank you so much. And I, I also think that's a that's something that's big for me, too, because I've seen my parents work so hard. And then at that moment, it's just like I can tell them you're done. That's it. You don't have to do it anymore. Um. Very, very powerful. Uh, I, I, I love seeing it. Uh, so congrats to everybody. Like like I got people who got drafted listening to my podcast. But it's just it's just cool to see, man. It's just an, I like to see these new beginnings of like, okay, here we go. So shout out to all those dudes that got drafted. I wish you all the best. Uh, this, is, this is it, guys and ladies. This is it. This is where you really got to fucking step it up, man. Now, now you're amongst everyone like you. Uh, everybody's is at least as good as you, but there are people who are way better. And now, now you're really going to test your resolve and see if you have what it takes to become one of the best athletes, one of the best at your profession, literally in the world. And uh, my hat goes off to everybody who, who did it, man. It's a, it's a huge feat. Uh, I hope they stay healthy. And uh, yeah, with that, there's a show. That's a show. I'm out. Peace. Oh, follow me on social media at Chris Allen Comedy, A-L-A-N, everything social media. Oh, and be out, be on the lookout. I got a new project in the works. I might have a Patreon with a friend of mine. Uh, we're looking at maybe starting in July. If you live in Virginia you know, you, and you know what July signifies, I think you might have an idea of what my new project may involve, but we'll, we will be reviewing certain types of products and I'm excited about it. It's something I would really, uh, I really want to dive into. So I'm looking forward to that, but, uh, all right, I'm out. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm, uh, I'm out of here. Peace.